Hello and welcome. I'm Regina, your host and mindset coach. This is the Moms Who Achieve podcast, where we discuss motherhood, mindset, money, and everything in between to equip first-generation changemakers with the tools they need to create the lives they want and deserve by managing their minds and taking massive action. I am super ecstatic that you're here, and I'm hopeful that with an open mind, you'll leave with exactly what you came for. Let's go. Hi, how you doing? I hope you are doing well. Today, I'm going to talk real briefly um, about my experience of why I decided to conscious parent. I actually did an interview with my conscious parenting coach, a healing hour conversation um, on Sunday. So a few days ago uh, with my conscious parenting coach, Tanisha, and we had a wonderful conversation. It sparked a lot of uh, thoughts that I hadn't thought about in a while, because when you start something and you just get into the groove and movement of it, you kind of forget about the um, steps, right? Like the foundation of where it came from. And I think it's really powerful when we talk about like changing how we show up in this world, whether it be as a woman, a mother in business, um, auntie, um, you know, whatever, like any title you have, that it's important to kind of reflect on like your reason why. And for me, I will be honest that conscious parenting, and I think I've said that before, has been the hardest thing that I have done because not only is it just showing up differently as a mother to my children, it's me having to really come to terms with myself. Because when we think about where we struggle at in our parenting, at least for me, I'll speak for myself, uh, where I struggle is very much about me. It's a me problem. And so for instance, um, one thing that I used to struggle with that I don't do anymore is hitting my children. And a lot of that came from my own inner work that I needed to do. And so I didn't just stop hitting my kids and, oh, I'm going to stop hitting my child. And that was it. Excuse me. There, that wasn't that easy. I made the decision and I toyed with the decision for a while. Like for a few years, I didn't feel good about it. Um, I felt it was like, why am I doing this? But then I was also parenting out of fear. Oh, you're doing this because you have to, because if you don't, then they'll turn out this and that way. And you love them and you want to make sure they don't. Right. But the moment that I decided mm, I'm, I'm, that don't that doesn't fit with me, that doesn't it doesn't feel good in my body to do this to my child. And then I have the resources, you know, I'm listening to other people like Stacey Patton and I'm in these conscious parenting groups. And I'm learning, right? I have all of these resources. I made that decision, but that is not where it stopped. I didn't just make the decision and then um, never hit them again. Like, and it was just easy. Like that in-between stage of like realizing something, and this can go for anything that you have learned that, oh, I want to show up differently in that space. The thought comes, changing of the belief system, and then it's really switching up that deep-seated like paradigm, like um, your beliefs, like like your literal belief system when I say that it's like you know think about beliefs you have I know a strong topic is religion right for some people you cannot tell them that their religion the way they worship God and the way that they um, do spirituality is not right right and then this other person can believe something totally different and they have the same feeling so like that is what I'm talking about that core of me not causing physical pain to my child anymore was not something that easily changed. I had to do a lot of inner work and go within. So that's like a whole podcast on its own. Today, I just want to kind of paint the picture of where I was and why I decided to change. And this is what I need to do. But in my mindset back then, and it it was that way for at least his first 10 years of his life was that I am responsible for making sure this young man, this boy, this child 
turns into a decent human being. I was of the mindset that there was something that I needed to do in order to make sure he does that. And so um, very early on, he started getting hit. He probably was like, I don't know, two or three, you get a little popped on the leg, you know, things like that. But I knew nothing about the development of children, the development of their brains, that they're supposed to fall out, that they operate out of their emotional side of their brain up until like four or five. Like, If we just learn that, that a child does not have any logical part of their mind until they're four, five-ish, and that's when they start to do that. So when you're like, oh my God, they threw a fit and they're going nuts over this spilt cup. If you know that, it makes it easier to understand. And I think that's where the, um, one of the biggest issues is, is that we lack understanding. We don't understand like where our children are in their developmental stage. And so I did a lot of that. And without spending much time on that, of course, I use whoopings and um, maybe some timeouts. I don't really remember too much of that to get him to do what I wanted him to do. And he had a sister some a few years back, a few years later. And so that's how I parented. Um, but what happened, though, and what my older two children have missed out on that they my younger children are getting is this space to be themselves, this space to uh, make mistakes, this space to really operate where your brain is. So right now, if my three year old just started throwing shit and, and, and going crazy. It really doesn't bother me. Of course, that is conditional, right? If I'm really tired, I could be more irritating than other times. I don't want you guys to think that I have it all together at all, but I can understand like, okay, this makes sense. This is what she should be doing right now. Back then I didn't have that. So um, because of how I raised them and it was very much power over, meaning you do what I say, how I say, because I am right. Um, I was that way with school. So, you know, my oldest, if I had, he, he just has never been fit for school setting, sitting still, being quiet and those kinds of things. So I got lots of calls for him. And we use punishment, we use whoopings, we use embarrassment, we use all kinds of things as he got older to get him to act right in school. Um, but all of that, what I found once I started really thinking about how I'm showing up as a parent was that the connection wasn't there. So he was more fearful of me than he was, um, than he felt me as a safe place, if that makes sense, because he got in trouble. And so that caused him to lie a lot, which then was a cycle, you know, of, of things. And I didn't even understand that. Um, just uh, like a side note here, like children lie because they don't want to get in trouble. Just like you lie because you don't want to be judged or, you know, we don't want the negative effect that comes after that. Um, I didn't know that then. It was like, I got to get this line out of you. I don't want you to turn into this adult that lies, you know. And so I was really focused on the future child the future adult that he was going to be versus where he is now. And so when he started becoming a a teenager, of course, there was natural things that happened. He no longer wanted to be powered over. He now was able to think of it for himself. And why are you talking to me like that? And man, every time you, every time I do this or that, you are, you're always upset. Like thinking from a child's perspective, like he felt like he was always in trouble. Um, he was always defensive. He was always lying. Um, and never and then we started to have I saw this shift of like mommy mommy can you tuck me in and all these things right and then like this growing boy slash teenager into you know one his own space and all that and that's fine but because we didn't have like the deep connection it was really based on control and fear for the most part um it was very obvious that there was a lot missing once he started to go out on his own and do things on his own. I didn't have as much influence. He was scared to come and talk to me about different things. Um, I will. And so with that, like 
me being, you know, a mother and really wanting a great relationship with him, of course, that like shook me. I'm like, damn, you know, and it was it was not just one instance. It was several. And so I just my premise was like what started was like, is this how it's supposed to be like teenagers? Like, are we not supposed to be having a good time? And I know they say teens are the worst, but like, is this for everybody? Does it have to be that way? And it started to really um, put questions in my mind of like, well, how are you showing up? You know, I would think about incidents that have happened. And I think about, well, you know, I was doing, you know, this and that, or I did say this, I did come at him like that. Well, you know what? He's damn near taller than you. It doesn't feel good to snatch him up. Like, should you be doing that? I mean, I know you learned that. I know that's what you see, but is you don't feel good afterwards. He don't feel good afterwards. Like, is this really how it's supposed to be? So I'll say like, curiosity being aware of what I was doing and being aware of what really the situation was because I was paying attention we can allow like the the busyness of life to get in the way and we don't even know what's happening because we're just on autopilot for me I did know and I always do strive and I continue to be aware I want to be aware and present where I am Um, and that allowed me to see things that I didn't care for um, see that the relationship wasn't as deep as I wanted and I didn't know maybe that was how it was supposed to be but being aware of that and then being aware of what I wanted and what I foresaw for our future relationship it made me um, turn to some curiosity and asking questions of myself and seeking knowledge. Like I joined hella, you know, conscious parenting groups. And if anyone, you know, back then when I first started can remember if you're in these groups with me, like there was a long ass story slash question every single day. Cause I just was like, what is happening? Like, I want what you guys are talking about. I can have with my team. Let me know. How do I get there? Like all these different things. Right. And so the curiosity turned to me reaching out for help, posting, reading, spending my time there. And that of course caused me to see areas that I was struggling in. Of course, like he was this, he was that. That's where I had always been, right? Well, he X, Y, Z, you know, or she X, Y, Z, my younger daughter at the time. And it just came back to the present question of, do you want a solid relationship with your child? Do you have that with your caregivers? Do you want them to show up as themselves? Um, what are you doing to allow them to be themselves? What are you doing to uh, create a safe space for them? Do they feel safe coming at you with different things that are going to happen? Not if are going to happen at school with their friends in the community at the store, all these different things, especially it's like my daughter's coming up. Right. And you're, you think of your daughter's like, Oh my gosh, I got to protect her. And I got to make sure she knows this and knows that. And it's like all these things I want to instill in them. We know, like, if you think about just your relationships with regular people, like people have more influence over you when you have that deep, um, with that deep relationship with them. And he was acting out in certain ways, like doing certain things and, and not talking to me about it. Or it was just a lot of little things, nothing major, thankfully, but like, I just saw the relationship not going the way I wanted it to go. And I was aware curious reached out for help and I got that what we want comes to us especially by way of actually taking action and so that's when I started really asking those questions within myself and I think that's where we kind of um, struggle in the traditional parenting mindset is because we don't focus on us and what we want to do or what we should do I should say we focus on the out the goal we want I need him or her to stop doing X, Y, Z or to start doing X, Y, Z. They this, they that. They're always doing this or saying this. This is the energy they have. All these things is always about them. And we we never, if ever, really 
look within. At least that was my experience. And, and the moment I started to look at myself, the moment it all made sense. Of course, he's lying to me. What do I do when he gets in trouble, when he makes a mistake, when he um, does something he's not supposed to do, right? Of course, he doesn't want to come and talk to me about something because when he's talking to me about something, I go right into fixing mode or go right into, I told you, this is why I said X, Y, Z. Of course, he doesn't maybe want to be in my space all the time because I am, or it may seem, especially from a child, just always upset or, you know, I baseline am aggressive. I've, I've gotten better over time, but didn't know for a long time, like my baseline communica- communication style was aggressive, was um, forthcoming, was loud. And so that put him in fight or flight mode so much, especially since it started since he was younger and he got hit. So Basically, those are the things that really started this for me. And I just want to say, like, clearly also, when I use terms, I have to correct myself. When I use terms like should, what we should doing for for should be doing, for example, there really is no should. It's kind of like, what are you doing and do you like your reasons, honestly? Like, I have my opinion of how we should be and how we should parent, and you have yours and they have theirs, but it's really about... How do you want to show up? How do you want to portray love? How do you want them to see themselves? How do you want them to see you, to see relationships? How do you want them to see, you know, we have to think about later on when they're adults and teens, you know, teens to adults and things like that, because we're not raising children, we're raising adults. And so how do you want them? What kind of lens do you want them to have? And of course, they get a they become of age and they decide how they want to show up. They decide what they want to believe in. They can change their mind, all those things. But we as caregivers, when they're young, we create the belief system for them. So I have to take should back because my should may not be yours. And it's really not about, oh, you should be doing this and like shaming ourselves into like showing up a certain way. It's like, let's be intentional about what we create. And the other thing I was thinking about too, and I had to catch myself when I say like, I baseline have an aggressive like conversation aggressive um communication style like I could choose to also change that and that's what I'm working on it's very very hard um and in certain aspects I don't want to change it and that's again like that's my choice and I like my reasons but when I see like when I'm communicating with my children especially my oldest and seeing how that affects him of course like I want to change that and I want to show up differently so like this is what caused me to do the work y'all like I really um, took the time to be intentional about what I want to create and then kind of connect the dots around well this is what I saw this is what I learned this is what I currently believe to be true but this is what I want like this is the outcome that I want this is the kind of relationship that I want to have with them this is the safe space I want to create with them while they're here and when they leave um, these are the um, the characteristics that I want to model for them because oftentimes we really get stuck in the power over and like you need to be a certain way but we're not that way and children they say so much of life is caught not taught so you can talk about all the things they should do and they should get they can get punished and get in trouble and oh you should be this and you should be polite and when you're angry you should speak this way and all that but like how are you showing up when you're angry when you're you know having these emotional uh, feelings come up and negative emotions and how are you showing up how are you responding to them when they piss you off like those kinds of things are what they see how are you talking to people out and about at the drive-thru you know restaurants your waiter 
your waitress, um, in the doctor's office, gas station, like wherever, how are you interacting with people? That is what they're picking up. So I just took the time. Um, it just came from like not liking where we were or where we were headed and started to like learn like, damn, I can really create what I want. And it's very empowering when you think of it that way. I created an episode prior, I think it's called victimhood. And it's about that. Like once we realize that we create our reality and that so much of our experiences in our own hands is really freeing because if what I experience and how my children show up, is just by default and I can't do anything about it because it's for some other reason outside of myself, then how can I change things? How can I make them better? So I wanted to just share that in this episode of like how I even got started on this path. And I want to just lastly say to you, that it does not matter where you are. It doesn't matter if you hit your child, if you have parented in a lot of different ways. It doesn't hold on my little ones here. What's up? Okay, back to we have a really bad storm going on right now. And it's horrible. It's like causing all the lights and everything to come out. And here I am recording this podcast. <laughs> but um, it doesn't matter where you are like you and it doesn't matter what you saw. It doesn't matter even what you believe. If you want to change something you can. And as long as you're breathing and your child is breathing, even if they're adults, like there's always space for you to show up differently. Now you can't control how your children react to that. You can't control what they forgive, what they don't, how they see you like none of that, but you can control how you begin to show up now. And I think this is really important, especially as like the past generations, like listen to conscious parenting and listen to us talk about our experiences and how we want to show up for our children because I find that if you've not forgiven yourself and if you've not like come to terms with where you were at then you get in defense mode instead of hmm that's interesting I can kind of see how you know that manifested that way for them and how I treated them or how I showed up more so like for me I don't blame myself about like what I did in the past. Like, how could I do better? That was my belief system. I literally believed that. I believe that to be true. And so in that instance, I was act- actually in my mind neglecting my child when I didn't do certain things. And this is for me. And I'll always say this because it's my experience that when people talk about like what you should, that's why I had to correct myself. And if you loved your child, you should, you wouldn't do this and all these different things. We have to understand that. Like truth is just in the eye of the beholder. Like what you believe is true is literally your reality. So for me, hitting children was a necessity to keep them safe, to um, create these citizens and do all these things. And now by intentional thoughts and intentionally creating what I want, I see it differently. And I'm not afraid to talk about that. I'm not afraid to talk about my experience and how I showed up and what I did. It is some awful things. I really did. And I talked to my older kids about it. And we have open conversations about that. And I give them their space to share what they need to. And they may never forgive me. They may feel a certain way. Like they also have that right to do that. But what I'm going to do is now that I know better, do better. Like I could never go back and hit them. Like that's not my belief system anymore like now if I did it it would not be of the same reason and it would not be from the same lens right so I just want to encourage anybody listening like 
the worst thing you can do is shame yourself or guilt yourself. Like just where are you? Where did it come from? Make it make sense. Right. And then decide what do you want to do? And if you don't want to change anything, that's fine. Just like your reasons. Do you like your reasons why you show up how you do? Because I think that the when we go deeper into this, a lot of us are emotionally unstable. A lot of us do not know how to handle negative emotions. And we take that out on our children, our spouses and anyone that gets in our way, because at the heart of it all, we've not learned how to process emotions and so we lash out we do all the things that someone with an underdeveloped brain does although we have a developed brain but that's how we choose to show up so there's that's a whole another another conversation to have and talk about but um, I'll just leave you with you know just settle in where you are be honest be open and also be forgiving of yourself and and um graceful right like we're just doing the best we can nobody has any fucking manual about any of this but ask yourself like how am i showing up as a parent and or caregiver or a teacher um daycare worker wherever you are that you are handling other people's children or your children how are you showing up and do you like that and do you like your reasons for doing that and if you don't Why are you not taking the time to change that? You all be well, and I'll see you next time. That wraps up this week. I hope you found value. Please share with a mom friend, subscribe, and leave a review. This helps this podcast to get into the minds of those who need it most. I would love to hear what you think about the episode. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Who Achieve. Looking forward to chatting with you next week. Take care. Oh,